0: The following podcast is a b Network exclusive.
1: It's your boy Chevy Shopper, the excellence of podcast execution with a historic Chop to the Chest Radio, baby! Because my man, Mr. 409, is on the intro with me. <laughs> What's going on, people? 409, stand up and represent most definitely in the field. This is the first time in the history of Chop to the Chest Radio my man was with me. When I did the intro And this is the first time we recorded this podcast tonight We're just throwing it together We're throwing it out Not a lot of editing No commercials on this one Um, I will apologize for some of the language that does get thrown out I usually try to go through and take out some of the F-bombs So warning, there might be a few um, By the unexpected guest that we had Before I get into that Mr. 409, anything else you want to say on this intro? Oh man, you know It's
2: definitely overdue But glad to be up on it, man It's just a It was definitely unexpected, but we had so much fun interacting with the guests, and it was just something with F-Bomb Farfik Nugent, you know, things like that. <laughs> but, I mean, with that being said, it's a, the experience, man, and we're, this is, I believe, is the last podcast we're doing of
1: 2019 last podcast of 2019 already got some big big names in the works for 2020 so you guys stick around for that that being said i just want to send a giant shout out to every single listener for all the messages we get for all the people chiming in on the guests that we should have man we feel the love we've been feeling it for the last few months um dude it's it's just i'm, I'm blown away by all the love chopped to the chest um, gets man And we're getting our, our, our listenership If that's a real word Up um, The numbers are just rising Every podcast we put out um, Great stories From all the wrestlers We want to thank Every single one of our guests And every single one of our fans That just lets us know How much they enjoy the show Man from You know you hear it a few times From people you know And you're like Well that's cool man And now there's perfect strangers Just stopping us at shows Saying we love Chop to the chest man and it's blowing when's us away When's the
2: next and When's the next episode Coming up And man The coolest thing about it Is just People binge listening and
1: that no, is it's just crazy, truly awesome. Yeah. I said, go back. We have old episodes from a few seasons ago. Already done. Oh, I listened to them all, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, you know, it's exciting. So, that being said, um, we start... Whoa, whoa 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 whoa, yeah.
2: whoa, 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 Before you go any further, please let these <sighs> individuals know that Chopped in Chess Radio has merch. Yeah. We
1: have merch. The Chopped in the Chess Radio shirts are... Oh, in the building, baby, as Mister Four Hundred Nine puts it. So, um, we are going to be at your local shows. Maybe you can check us on there. Mm-hmm. Get a hold of me or Mister Nate Laws, and we can tell you how to get one. So, us oh, yeah.
2: most definitely on, uh, on Facebook, man. We got Instagram, and we also have a Twitter, which is Chop to the Chess Radio. Hit us up, talk mm-hmm. to us, man. <laughs> we have a Twitter.
1: You run that Twitter, yes, sir. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, I'm, I, I, know. I was, I was not in the know. I don't. I'm not a tweeter. Oh, uh, hey, i put putting on there, but Sherry put- is not a tweeter, baby. It's a- Woo! They think it's me. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's awesome. So that being said, me and Mr. Nate Law sat down to do this podcast. We were going to do a recap of 2019, and that did not happen. So stay tuned to listen to what went down on Chuck to the Chest Radio. Mm. Woo! Yachting the Chester Radio! Woo!
2: You to be the man! You gotta be the man! Oh, yeah. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets up. Destruction.
1: It's your boy, Chevy Chavarito, the excellence of podcast execution. I'm with my man, Mr. 409 Nate Laws, and this is the last shot to the chest radio. Woo! Of um, 2019, Mister 409, how you doing, baby? Man, you already know. Like when Gino come on the show, I'm feeling all a little vino, feeling sort of good right now. How about yourself? I, man, I'm doing good. I feel weird, man. This is the weirdest podcast we've done in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so this podcast is just me and Nate kind of recapping our year. We don't have a guest. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything. Um, so we're, you know, we're hanging out, man. And I just want to kind of talk to my man, Mister 409. You know, we're involved in the local wrestling scene with Chocolate the Chest. Radio. We are a love letter to local wrestlers. Love so we got, man, let's let's talk. So we got, of course, our, our number one sponsor, man. Guys, we're always getting from reality of wrestling. Um, those guys have been killing it all year. Um, kind of new on the scene. Undisputed Pro Wrestling jumped out um, in Houston where we have Hurricane Pro out oh, in yeah. Beaumont. Those shows seem like they... Hurricane, I got to give them props. They seem like they stepped up their game this year. Um, and just, man, it just looks like their shows are just... Been on fire. What else we got? Oh, um,
2: man, we got, uh, you know, Old School Texas All-Star, man. they always been killing it. Right. Lately, they Longest been...
1: running promotion in Texas. Yes. From my understanding. Yes, sir. Correct? Correct. Sure. Yeah, and uh, uh, um, 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 Mr. Scott Bruce's promotion. Oh, that's RWR, RWR, Renegade yeah, wrestling. wrestling Revolution. Man, shout out um, to my boy Tiny. Yeah, man. yeah. Shout, mm-hmm. shout out to those guys, and we know those guys have lost some guys this year, but 2019 was good and bad, uh, man. But those guys, I, I, you know, since I've seen them, they, they're just continuing for their fallen brothers and guys that had dreams to start a wrestling promotion. Those guys seem like they're turning up the notch. So shout out to, to all the guys, you know, in, involved in RWR. Uh, but man, so so let's talk real quick, Mr. Nate number one highlight of 2019 with Chop the Chess Radio.
2: Man, I can't lie. Uh, Chop the Chess, I want to say uh, we get Aiden Cristiano on the show. That was one of the best things ever. I've never heard him on a podcast and to have him come
1: with us, hang out with us. The you know, godfather of Houston yes. Wrestling, Aiden Cristiano. Yes, yes, yes. And then I found out the answer why he beat me up that one time. <laughs> <And> <laughs> what was the
2: answer to that? Oh, because... Uh, he said that whenever I start out the match in the back, I'm pumped. When I get out, I'm like ah. But when it's time to wrestle, I stay. I start focusing on the wrestling. Right. And I just lose all you the to stay momentum. Hype. He just want to be hype all the it's time. It's like
1: a, 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 a old school hype brother. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he said. you don't get hype. You stay hype, Nate. But he didn't let me in on it. He I just know. Put, he a just, put his hands on it. i like, how long ago was that? Like ten years or something. Like. Woo! beat you up 10 years oh, ago and you're, starting, you're still wondering that. why he beat you up? Hey, I think I'm, that's funny. Hey, It's a little different now, so next time I'm getting the ring. I, can, can, I, can I put my boy over? My, my highlight of 2019 it would have to be my man Clay Roberts. Just uh, the last show we did. I mean, don't get me wrong. All the guests have been amazing. We've heard amazing stories, but I was blown away by Mr. Clay Roberts coming in here. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Nate? Man, I'll
2: tell you what. The weirdest thing is whenever he... Are these
1: your boys,
3: Nate? No, no,
2: no. no I
3: don't know. I don't know. Don't I do I don't know. I the
4: highlight know. I I know.
1: Won't be no show without. What us. the heck? Not wrong. <laughs> oh, what? Customer, we are. We, we, we are. Did you invite. You, you, invite. Invite you, you invite these dudes, Mister Laws? No invite. No invite. We can't the even time. tell. All us the party poopers. We don't need invites. This was. We do what we want. We all know. 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 Do they know you? I mean. We are at the newly formed Riot Barber Studios in Santa Fe, Texas. That is eleven eight hundred Se- Highway Six, Santa Fe, Texas seven seven five one zero. This was just supposed to be a podcast with me and my man, Mister Four Hundred Nine, recapping the highlights of Chopped the Chess Radio. And now I don't know if I should say fortunately or unfortunately, we've been interrupted by I don't even know. Do you guys it's, even it's have? It's definitely a good thing. <laughs> do y'all I mean, even it's a have gift. names. You don't want to I don't, go <laughs> Oh we my drove God. by. I needed a yeah. cut. I heard you were the best
3: chopper,
5: <laughs> so I wanted
3: <laughs> I to come I, by. I I, I like goodness. Goodness.
1: He's winning me over. I. Uh... Oh, man, I I, mean, I don't even hair? know. We don't we don't even uh you know what I'm saying. I wasn't I mean, ready for this. I'm not prepared. I don't know. I don't have any questions. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just the you overall disrespect.
4: You know, <laughs> I, even, so, even y'all talking about the highlights if, of 2019, y'all didn't even We we are the. Wait, of the have you have
1: you we
6: seen what up. we
3: done in road? Like Honestly, since Juice. If you five,
6: guys five, are you.
1: following any reality of wrestling, if you don't know who these guys are, anytime somebody standing alone in the ring. Five gentlemen happen to come out of nowhere and beat the crap out of them. Um, it's almost like a gang-violent type of thing. Sounds like this. And apparently... It's what we do, you know. They are now... We're making now our own opportunities. opportunities. Oh, hard to do uh, they are now the last guests on Shock to the Chest Radio of 2019. The Renegades that's right, took man. over our freaking show. Best for luck.
2: How do you Red feel right about there, that, that's Nate? That's right. Well, you know... Um, I really want to say something, but I got some uh, full figured individuals around me, so I'm gonna hold on to what so I have him. right now. So you don't want to end guess. like he, you know, man. I'm like tempo. Like he said, no. no, like, no you know, you know. We, we we gonna do this, but you are handling my boy Q, you are handling my boy's tempo. We can't let that ride. But who's
0: tempo? Who? Yeah, who, is who?
3: Oh yeah, he gone now. Uh, gone. Bye bye. Q. We sent him off. Oh shoot. No, he he, he, he was mysterious. I hear mysterious anymore. Yeah. Right. Oh, he yeah. you so he force right? him to go bad or lose his cape. Ah. So like let, let's
1: let's let's break this down. What, what do you guys? What what are you guys here for? What do y'all want? Let's mm-hmm. let's, let's let's hear your What what What, what, what you need? We're here to, to bless that. your podcast. <laughs> yes, oh. that's true. Yeah, We're here to we to put
3: a spotlight. in your podcast. We try to put a spotlight in your podcast and 2019 with a blessing and make it wonderful because. No other guest did, is better than us. Did you us something?
1: Am I? Is there a camera? Is, is something to go down? That Wait, I don't like i not Ashton Kutcher to hey, you? you look, I, you <laughs> resemble a little bit of Ashton Kutcher. If anybody in this room looks like Ashton Kutcher, it's Nate um, Laws. <laughs> uh, since you are here, let's get in this. Let's, let's go. Let's, hey, ask us the so questions. On the show, no I mean, on the reality <laughs> wrestling show, I haven't heard any names go out. Let's let's hear. Maybe if y'all don't throw your names out there, I, we'll, we'll I, get I'm going to introduce
3: there. myself. Well, around the room, there's five of these dudes, the most you people I've ever uh, had the podcast. You should know me as Rudy Garza, you know, the guy that beat Clay Roberts, Tommy Bolton, yes. and was just recently in the title hunt right there with the five scramble with... The Fly Death, Edge, and, edge Stone, and uh, Toriel Tempo. You also you know, didn't get pinned. Yeah. You also didn't get pinned. I'm still undefeated. He was Arrow teed. in singles. He was you know, teed. I was <laughs> cheated. cheated. Tempo ran out. Oh. Yep. Yeah, but he'll be dealt with that later on. No but, bad. you know, if you haven't caught the episode or the pre-preview, you know it's on YouTube now. The episode is on the Reality Wrestling YouTube page. You know, go catch it. Go catch the magnificent match that we all did. Okay. All right. And my- This man Dex Harmon powerhouse the destruction
0: of the renegades that's it short sure and sweet I
1: like that right.
0: BD Brawley follow me on Instagram follow me on Twitter yeah. best beard in the business oh yeah I'm the big guy that's whooping everybody ever. oh,
1: I, like yeah. that. oh, yeah. I like that
6: okay. I'm OB I'm the guy with the red hair I'm a 17 year old up and coming star the sister? true 17-year-old
4: true sensation. 17-year-old sensation. Yeah. Little sister. It's like mm-hmm. the prom king. Exactly. Dang, everything. Get
3: you get know. Actually okay. thought she was 17-year-old she no, a 17-year-old sensation, no. He's the true 17-year-old sensation. Athletic. Smart, yes. you know, applying oh. to, you know, and getting into all these Ivy League schools. I'm waiting
6: on my admission to Yale and yeah, Harvard. Yeah. To, oh, look at that.
1: And Yale smart. He's wearing a Yale hoodie right
3: now. I on my old sensation. And of course, the best, the best, hey, don't hate, don't hate
5: my way. Dylan Jarrett here, baby. You call me DJ, you know. The best dress of the group, I like to think. <laughs> I'm sorry, bad. sorry, Rudy. That's Move over. On. You know it's me, mm-hmm. right? The I, You wear your jacket on your shoulders, right? Yeah, I uh, like
1: that. I like that vibe, bro. You do? I like that vibe. Know. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I want to slap slap his face every Rudy. time it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 man. So y'all, y'all came in here. You crashed our party, Miss, Mr. Laws. What you got for these <clears men? <clears There's five of them. We've mm-hmm. never had this many people on the podcast before. Okay, so I never back away from a fight. Right. Never, I would I'm, never, I'm, never let you yeah, back away from a fight.
2: Yeah, for now, more definitely the building, but since you're here, since we got you here, since you invited yourself to our party. Which I don't know how I feel about that. But. I don't know <laughs> how I feel like about <laughs> it, but mm-hmm. since you're here, we want to know about you. We're going to give you a platform. Talk to us. Tell us about yourself. Tell us why you do what you do, why you came in here. Like, it's wrapped the party. Mm-hmm. You went that, brother? We'll give them a couple to
1: say what they got to say. That's right. I'm keeping you in between me and them, <laughs> and we're just going to go with that. I ain't scared. I knew this day was going to come. We got My big day. brother,
2: too. Oh, no. We uh, got yeah. big brother, two. Hey, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we got it, baby. So Come on, guys. Man,
1: yeah, Let's. I guess let's break it down. We do here at Chopping the Chess Radio. We are a love letter to local wrestling. We want to know the heartbeat and the passion of why you got into this business in the first place. Um, to break it all down, man, we're watching you guys jump in the ring, um, take over. You're some of the, the, the newest recruits from Reality Wrestling. Yep. And, and am I a liar to say this, that I have never seen somebody come into training so quickly be put on the show. So um, let's talk about that a little bit. What inspired you? To get into training in the first place, and 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 this is like, whatever your fa- favorite wrestlers, what got you to the place you are? Well, honestly, who are you? Because they can't see you.
6: Oh, I'm I'm Obi. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Basically, you can't take anywhere, I've you? I've been watching wrestling for like a long time, and it kind of baffled me that there weren't that many young people in my generation that started doing it as early as like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So basically for me, I made a goal for myself to start wrestling so young in order to prove to myself that I wasn't the lazy teenager that most generations So you
1: legit shoot 17 years old?
6: I'm legit 17, yeah. I started at 15. But where did you start at 15? At reality of wrestling. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I've been. I've been. I went to a fast. Uh, how how does a fifteen-year-old go about starting at reality wrestling?
6: It, it's hard because for the most part, most people don't really take you too
1: seriously. Uh-huh. But let's so, talk so about legally, right here. Your parents oh, had to sign some yeah, some waivers.
6: Yeah. My my parents had to agree to my training mm-hmm. at the school, and, and
1: luckily they they accepted. How did you get there? What what made you move there? Like going to reality wrestling? How did you hear about it? What were you doing? Uh for me personally, I was just going
6: through my YouTube feed, and Reality Wrestling came up with my recommended, and uh-huh. there, there was a little advertisement for a, a kids camp. By the time I was fifteen, and when I whenever um, I went to the website, they they had a little sex section for a fantasy camp. And at the time I was fifteen, I told my mom about it. She agreed to take me, and the second time that I went to my fantasy camp, I decided that it was time for me to start training. I couldn't wait
1: any longer. And and, and was there contact with Mr. Booker T? Yeah. To to make that happen, what did he say to you? when you said, "Um, oh, are you fifteen? I'm fifteen. I want to train <laughs> book." <laughs> I mean, to him, I was, he I said, was get just out of here. You <laughs> don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first Booker T impression I've ever done. <laughs> 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 Everybody <laughs> has <laughs> one. Everybody was all right. I, was,
6: I, I was I wasn't that wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> my first no, one. honestly, I wasn't even thinking. You my age, I just knew. I, I know that he knew that I was young. Yeah. But for the most part, he just treated me like some regular guy trying to start training. He said, like, if you want to start training, here here are the payment plans. Here are the the, the days that we're gonna be training to, and I signed up. Beautiful. Yeah. And Beautiful. this guy, that, this is a guy I can honestly say, this is a guy that he
4: wants it. This is a guy we're talking about, I hadn't even graduated high school That's yet. It's crazy. In there yeah. busting his, his tail every day. Yeah. You know.
6: It's extremely hard, too, because, like, you know, in order to pay for this, you have to have a part time job and yeah. then go to school, train and then find time to go to the gym and that's passion bro yeah that's it's dedication a, it's extremely hard for me to yeah. be able to when you
1: go on and start putting those straps around your belt ten years from now yeah. five years from now six years from now you're gonna look back and say no no no, no. I wanted this since yeah. the time I could yeah you know what I could say, say I would probably and it's it gonna too. win yeah. what's your name my real name or whatever what do you, use if Obi. you Obi. my name Obi. is Obi. Obi. so yes. if y'all remember that, what's your real name Brian Brian what it's, weird. it's hard to pronounce Oriana Oriana I'm just yeah. saying I want people to know your name because yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's going to be a deal yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can say chop the chest radio here first <laughs> yeah. um, I like that man and yeah. so you know people people know wrestling names but then the real, the yeah, real the fans real know name. the real yeah, names yeah. do you know what I'm saying yeah. and so I want people to know your real name I yeah. think it's an interesting story mm-hmm. and we'll come back to you my man next okay. to him throw it out there all right, I'm a BD Brawley. By the way, that's a fly jacket, BD Brawley. <laughs> appreciate, I appreciate, appreciate that, yeah. Flies, brother. Burlington, <laughs> 30 bucks. All right, I like
3: that. And he's, <laughs> he's a man who
1: find some good <laughs> deals. Yeah, so man, I appreciate to
5: to and it. It's hard to be big to dress this
0: <laughs> right. um, But yeah, so I
1: grew up in the Attitude Era. Um, for shoot. So that puts you a little older than my man Ob over here. A bit, <laughs> a bit. That's not too much. I, not too much I, hey, on the know.
0: on the show, I may or may not be 23, 24 <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and somehow grew up in the Attitude Era. That's good. Uh, I feel that. That's how it works. Yeah. Business. <laughs> um, so I've liked wrestling obviously yeah. since I was grew up and everyone was wearing NWO shirts and DX shirts right to uh, elementary school. Um, so I thought I was going to play football. That didn't turn out for me. Ended up going to art school. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to Houston for it. I'm originally from College Station. Okay. So, um, so I was art institute. Art institute. All right. Yeah. I Have a degree in animation. That is amazing. It's it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can animate all uh, your uh,
3: stuff, man. Yeah. Right, man. I right know.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm okay at production too. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I was looking at school uh, wrestling schools while I was there because I missed being an athlete. Unfortunately, I read on Reddit that book school was way more expensive than it was, actually was. Mm-hmm. So that kind of pushed me away from it. Because uh, I didn't think it was... It was an unattainable goal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, I was, what, 19, 20? Okay. And I read that it was like $20,000 to go to that school, which is way more than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Reddit's a crazy place, man. Right, right, <laughs> right. There's a lot of holes you can um, get lost in. But uh, anyway, so I went to MMA out of, uh, out of college... Did that for about three
1: years. I've seen some pictures of you and some geese, you know, yeah. doing doing that thing. I used to train under uh, Draculino and Webster. Great Beautiful. place. Uh, Gracie Baja. Uh,
0: give them a little shout-out. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, I, I kind of burned out on that. Took a break for about a year. Ended up meeting Charmel and Booker. And Let's talk about that. How'd you meet them? So my sister's little kid is best friends with Booker's kids. Okay. So they went to the same school. Ended up being around them a lot. Um... I also help out with the marketing at Row. Okay. okay. So it just, before was, you even got in, you were doing oh, yeah. marketing stuff. Yeah. Okay. You could have seen me work shows before I was actually. Okay. I sport. think I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I ended up doing that, and then I was like, well, you know, I've always wanted to wrestle. I'm a little bit older than I wanted to be when I started. Right. Turned out to work out perfectly for me because I'm where I am now, and I'm happy where I'm at right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, it would have been nice to be younger, like my body to be younger, but yeah. I'm in a good spot right now. <clears throat> Beautiful. Um, so that's how I ended up at Row, uh, mm-hmm. and then I guess I ended up on her, as a renegade because uh, I work, I would say harder than just about anyone that's at our level. Right. Um, excluding these guys, these guys all work hard. Right. Um, so I got We got a we got a push that everybody wants. And right. We're not gonna drop the ball. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. <clears> oh, <throat> my man Dex, correct?
4: Oh yeah, Dex. Um, <laughs> uh, Just, I'm trying to, you know, run through it short and sweet Yeah, you gotta do what you you gotta do, baby Do what you gotta do But, uh, everyone always has their, you know First memory of professional wrestling I remember when I saw The Undertaker do this I saw Randy Orton do this You know, they remember when they fell in love And for me, it's a little bit different Um, From the time that I could start remembering as a little boy It was just something that was always a part of life I don't remember a period in life where I didn't watch wrestling Wrestling was my first love I can remember You know my dad's a huge prof- Professional Beautiful. wrestling fan Beautiful. So you know It was That's the best memories Of my childhood every day. TV, right? Oh yeah You know every, every Monday We watching Nitro We watching We watching uh, Raw You know So that was That's that's what was You know my favorite part Of my childhood You know um, When I got in trouble At school You know punishment Was you can't watch Raw Oh yeah You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> And um they used to hurt us up or whatever, but um, I always loved wrestling, was a big wrestling fan, got about third, fourth grade, fell in love with football, you know, it was like my second love came, you mm-hmm. know, and it took, you know, going through school, you know, they don't have a wrestling team, a professional right. wrestling team, they have football team. so, you know, all through middle school, all through high school, all through college, I was a football guy, you know, I wanted to make it to the NFL, that was my dream, you know, I went and played college football, a little small school in Tyler, Texas, called Texas College, you know. to my senior year of college realized nfl wasn't gonna happen that was probably the most one of the most depressing times of my life you know i really you know my girlfriend i used to tell her every day i don't know what i'm gonna do you know i'm i mean i'm I'm in school i'm an education major but i don't think i want to be a teacher you know the rest of my life which i am a teacher right now (laughs) by the way you know um i i didn't didn't know where, where i was headed in life so you know just one day we we just driving down the highway. I see a billboard that says, you know, WWE Live. I was like, hey, let's go. You know, we went, instantly fell back in love. Knew this what I wanted to do. Um, and it, you know, like it was just my first love that just came back to me, you know, cause I had went through like a two year period, you know, just stopped watching wrestling completely. So when it came back to me, I was just like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, my lifelong passion, you know, so graduated college, you know, got myself together, moved back down here to Houston. And, you know, here I am, you know, chasing the dream. But, you know, it's going to be a reality. How did you come in contact with reality wrestling? I came in uh, contact with reality wrestling because uh, my mother, she moved. I'm originally from South Carolina. Okay. But she moved to uh, Houston when I was in uh, a junior high school. So, I used to always catch it on, um, when it was on... uh, WB or whatever Yeah, WB, the network, you know, on Saturday night. So... I knew Booker T had a school, you know, and I still always watch it. My mom, you know, she spoke it into existence. You know, I was just, you know, down there one Saturday. She said, "Oh, watch, you are gonna tr- end up trying out for that wrestling." Cause she's not a wrestling fan, of anything. Yeah. You know, she <laughs> she's thinks, already know Like I knew <laughs> you gonna do it.
1: Yeah.
4: And you know, she spoke it into existence, and you know, it, 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 it happens. So, you know, that's that's how, that's how you know that's how I'm here. So, yeah, beautiful. That's beautiful. my
1: story. My man over here with the, <laughs> with the jackets on the shoulders. Yes, sir. <laughs> awesome.
5: Fancy, schmancy sman- Letterman. <laughs> um. So I'm Jared. This is my first name. I normally go by middle name Dylan. Um. My first memories of wrestling was like eight, maybe nine. Depending on what month we were in, since I was born in 2000, mm-hmm. it's either, God yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm young too.
3: Me too. <laughs> the second youngest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, teenagers, mm-hmm. like I'm, like I'm back out of work. <laughs> um,
5: so, uh, I grew up watching wrestling 2009-ish, it was my, like my first memories, and uh wasn't the best time, you know, a lot of people like this sh-
1: what was 2009 in
5: WWE? What what era was P-G- that? Yeah, P-G-, like the start of the PG era. That's yeah. where John Cena would came. My time is now. Um, yeah. So like my top guys P-G-M. were Cena. Ziggler was coming up. Right. Punk was like doing the straight edge gimmick. Yeah, I, I feel that though. That's yeah. good. That's good. You can't dog that. Uh, I mean, depending on you talk. To, you was talk he to doing? I mean, he's, he's like, oh, was oh that, I'm sorry for you. Oh, he wasn't doing the
1: uh, straight edge society stuff.
5: Uh, he was for a little bit, and then he hopped to Raw and, uh, Mm -hmm. took over Nexus, and then the pipe bomb happened. (laughs) But, uh, I was a closet wrestling fan. Like, I enjoyed wrestling. I did it with my brothers in our living room. You know, we broke so many stuff. But, uh, I didn't, outside the house, none of my friends knew that I loved wrestling, because, like, where I grew up, it was like, no. You like baseball, you like basketball, Mm -hmm. you like football. Wrestling's just out of the question. So, uh, So, until, uh, I got to high school, I started opening open up about wrestling, but uh, I played baseball my whole life, and forever, that's what I wanted to do, uh, my senior year, I really stepped it up, I was in the cages every day after school, I was trying to get anywhere, and I ended up getting one offer, to go to Bucks County, I think,
2: mm-hmm.
5: and uh, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that, I don't want to go all the way out there, I don't want to leave home, I want to stay in Texas. And I don't like school. Yeah, I, school was never for me. I hated it. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I to say, yeah, he, he wears, wears, wears a, a leather <laughs> 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 I mean, He loves school so much now That's because he's still in it Dex is his uh, de- de- teacher <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell teacher <laughs> that Hey,
1: <laughs> you can't come to wrestling practice Go, continue my man <laughs> You grounded. <laughs> you got Saturday detention <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I hate a Saturday detention mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: Wrestling, you played wrestling <laughs> Right Uh so anyway, after high school I was like, I'm not gonna do that. Uh I got I got back into wrestling a little bit. I was like, okay, the BTE is what got me back into wrestling my senior year as well. I was scrolling through YouTube, I saw BTE and base Raw. I was like, what? It's Cody. Because I didn't know like anything until my senior year outside of like WE that there was pro wrestling. I thought it was just like WWE. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this I is feel this is pretty cool. So I started watching the YouTube skits and I'm like, oh man and I find out they wrestled for like New Japan I was like oh this is so cool this so I became fans of them Sammy Guevara I saw his vlogs big fan of Sammy shout out to my boy Sammy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so I was like oh man this is really cool so after high school I only had
1: that one off. Hold on. Sammy Guevara, <laughs> you're supposed to be on our podcast, bro. We're still waiting on you, baby. We're well, still waiting on you, we man. Told you were cool. <laughs> we <laughs> said, yeah, you we had you. We called you. You said, I'm in, baby. And we didn't. We were hey, still waiting. It's okay. You got something better. Okay. Okay. Got okay. something Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead just my just man. I didn't like 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 mean to cut
5: you off. I just, you know, it's I just okay. want to let it be known. Okay. We got
3: something better right quick. Yeah. Right now. So you're
5: off Raw came in the day after my graduation, was in Houston. So I went to Raw. And I talked to my mom after the Raw was over, and I was like, I think I'm going to try wrestling. And, like, I knew Booker had a school. What was her reaction? She was like, okay. I like that. But my mom was like, like, and dad, like, supported me with whatever I wanted whoa, whoa, to do.
2: Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't mean to pull the brake on it. Your mom, like, okay, cool.
5: Yeah. Well, kill yeah. yourself. Okay. <laughs> so,
1: so... Well, we're talking about this, right? She, you come home, she's cleaning out your room. She's <laughs> like, oh, you made it through training, huh? <laughs>
2: so, that, right? so how, how, how old were you when you uh, wanted to train, started training? 17. 17, right? Yeah. Okay, so I started a little bit later. I was 25. I told my mom, hey, I want to be a wrestler. The look that she gave me, boy, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know? But. She's one of my biggest supporters now, so shout out to your family for following that. I oh, mean, yeah. my
5: mom, she was a little hesitant at first, but now, boom, she ended up, baby. Go ahead with your story. Well, uh, my mom and dad didn't watch wrestling, so they didn't really understand or realize how dangerous it was. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, like, they always support me. Like, we'll support you with whatever you want to do. You want to go wrestle? We'll support
1: you. You just they show her an show. old ECW
5: match. <laughs> 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 she saw that from like, oh heavens no! This is what I'm actually <laughs> doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my little brother found a video like. Uh, 10 times wrestlers almost, like, died in the ring. Oh, and my, mama, my dad, she flipped out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I hate you, Jacob.
1: So yeah, oh, Jacob getting a shout-out. Out yeah. out yeah. shout shout-out to Jacob for almost ruining your brother's <laughs> career. See, look at this new Jack man. <laughs> 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 so, so, uh, so started wrestling. And, uh,
5: conditioning was hard because uh, I wasn't in shape at all. I was a pitcher in high school. Okay. So I didn't need to be in shape. I just needed to throw a ball. Right. That was all... You're
1: of, like the kicker you, on the football team. Yeah, Oh, <laughs> yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little more... Uh, Just a little, little bit more <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, conditioning was extremely rough, especially since, uh, for me, J.J. Blake was the trainer at the time. Shout and, uh, out J.J. J.J. Mm. Shout out. So, uh, <laughs> he wanted me to do, I think it was 1,500 squats one day, and the next day 1,500 burpees, and the next day push-ups, and then the sit-ups... Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not in shape for that. Yeah. So I I did, like, 600 squats, because I got there at five one day. The first day was squats. I ended up close to, like, 600, because, like, I could do squats pretty easily. Everything else, I was going to struggle with. So, uh, that's a, that's a <laughs> you know, you know, about the most athletic either. But, uh, <laughs> You're getting there, baby. You're getting like there. Two and a half weeks. Like, it took me forever to complete. I finally did it. And, uh... When I got to the ring, it took me a while to master roles. i was just tell them master, but get, like, good at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember Blake was like, training's over, get out the ring. And I was like, hey, Gino, can you help me with my roles? And he was like, yeah, sure. Rolls, we're just going over rolls. And then Gino goes to the locker room, and I'm still in there trying new roles. And Blake's like, I said, get out. Uh, training's over. Because, like, for me, I always just, I want to be the best at whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And... Um, I, if I couldn't get the hang of it, I just want to keep going and going and trying until I finally get it. So I had some problems early on with uh, Blake and, like, uh, I just always wanted to do more. Yeah. And he just didn't want me to because I probably would end up, like, hurting myself when I kept trying. Right, right, right. So, uh, thanks for Blake for keeping me safe.
1: There you but, go. Uh, Shout out yeah. to J.J. Blake again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but eventually I started getting the hang of things and, uh, I realized that I wasn't half bad at it and, uh... We, here we are now you just kind of oh, fell in yeah. love, yeah. love yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. my man we te- I don't know how much time we, you know how much more time we got on the podcast but my, the final you He's know the, faced, the face the, the, the mouth of the down of the renegades we've seen this man pop everywhere Dancing we're in the, the barber chair, chair right? yeah, we're, we're not I even the on video. We're really not even really on wrestling. All the rest but of them are like but he's not the uh, best dressed uh, Yeah, that's hey, true. hey, it
3: doesn't matter. Is that true? <laughs> I'm the spotlight of reality wrestling. You can see my matches, don't see, see them. Oh, my my man,
1: what's your last name? <laughs> uh,
3: my name is uh, Rudy Garza Uh You know, I go off by Rudy Garza, it's my first and last right. name. I've been cool. my long, maiden name. Um, Booker didn't want to give me a fake name. He wants to be like, nope, I'm going for your shoot name. Yeah, whatever. But it's a funny story about Book. When first I first saw my medal, he was like, Hey, Book, my name is Rudy. He's like, Okay. And he calls JJ Black. He was like, This guy named Jose is here. Do you want to train? I like, yeah. I just told you my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first memory of Book. Wonderful. Racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, I am very different from all of them I am not a wrestling fan I, was. I mean, i watched wrestling You know, everyone When you pour it It comes up yeah. in life uh, My first memory, And Hispanic culture, man Wrestling's yeah, a big part of the culture, yeah. man There's a whole but, lot of coliseums in Mexico yeah, Dedicated yeah. to it But the thing is I was born and raised uh, for a few years I was born in Mexico You then I brought up in Mexico, Mexico uh, Came to the States around six, you know uh, My first memory that I can ever think of with my dad going to a lucha show and, it, and it's kind of ironic because I never thought in my head until I started wrestling a few months ago I was like man literally the first when I was little the first memories was me and my dad uh, you know and my brothers going to a wrestling show and if you ever been to a lucha show you should go it's freaking amazing yeah. that doing intermissions before a match kids go out there and play yeah, you know yeah. And that's what we did right we're always talking about that uh, man, Pw, man, which is not a lucha show when little kids try to get in I'm like this isn't a lucha <laughs> show I'm the guy with the microphone, right? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's great. Uh, but, once again, I wasn't a wrestling fan. I saw a wrestling fan. I saw wrestling, you know, this and that here and then. Uh, I stopped watching wrestling when Eddie Guerrero really died. I wasn't a big fan. I wasn't like, this is what I want to do in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was never, like, passionate in love. If I miss Raw, who cares? I miss SmackDown, who cares? Never watched a pay-per-view ever. Never watched a WrestleMania mm-hmm. until, like, recently. And So I started watching. Instead of, re- of watching. And until I started wrestling, that's when I started watching wrestling. What would possess someone
1: who has no passion for wrestling to wrestle? Let
3: me tell you my studies. Come on. Baby. <laughs> All right. So throughout my life, I was, I'm the youngest of. I'm the youngest male, out of five. I'm the youngest male. My sister's younger than brother. me. So I got three older brothers. Great athletes. Great human beings. People love them. And it comes my awkward self, big, big mouth. Talk the most crap, but the smallest man in the mm-hmm. world, man. Biggest head, biggest yeah. ego. I always got told I had the biggest ego with the smallest body. I was like, mm. that's how you need. It. That's how you need. It. How you need it. <laughs> but going uh, to grow up uh, wasn't that great athletically growing up. Uh, I was always following my brother's footsteps because you know, older brothers, you know, they they paid, they paved right. the path. So when I got into middle school, that's when I first started becoming an athlete. You know, playing football, running track, you know, all that. Um, I wasn't that great at football in the beginning of the years. It wasn't that great athletically at all until I found I was a good hurdler. I can run over a fence. I can run through a fence very well. That's kind of racist. but yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can run over it. I can run
1: through I it. But
3: I was very fun. Out, but I was no fast. fence can hold me down. No, no fence can hold me down. Not yeah. Yeah. even the no <laughs> <great, laughs> <great at> <laughs> <matches>. one. <laughs> yeah. great at cage matches.
0: Great yeah. at cage matches. I am
3: great. I can hurt over oh a cage. Book <laughs> nah but um, Yeah so I finally got it Then I caught For more reason I blossomed My junior year I became faster Than I was I was great At hurtling. uh That's my passion I still play football You know Tried soccer for years Just cause you know I was Mexican I was like what oh, now nah. Right, makes but sense. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, you know, makes why not play soccer? My, my my varsity coach was like, nope, we ain't trying to get you hurt. <laughs> yeah. So he took me out. So I started track. Uh, but I really hated it at home. I really, you know, because I was in the shadow of my brothers, never was into never found who I was, this and that. So I first thing, I first offer, I got multiple offers. Oh, I found out I had multiple offers to run track. Must mm-hmm. be nice. Correct, because I'm a great athlete <laughs> 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 All right. But, uh, but I found that after because I didn't know because you know going from an immigrant family you don't know about college you don't know about yeah. school you don't know about being an athlete so you're just like you like I'm just going to run I'm, I'm just, just going to run yeah. but the thing is my first passion was because I was good at it I was yeah. really good at it so my first passion was running, running track running I hate it now. Realized now, I fucking hate running. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for the f bomb, but I oh, hate. No, I have to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I hate running. Like I was like, why would I train three hours just to run less than a minute? Right. Makes no sense. But you know, it was a passion. I was winning. I was great at it. So my my dream was like, I'm gonna go to the Olympics. My yeah. goal is to be, I'm gonna be top Mexican hurdler. I'm gonna make Mexico proud. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, fast forward to college. I went to Diller University in New Orleans, HBCU. Historical Black College University. Shout out to Texas College. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but the thing is, once again, I do not know what HBCU was. Yeah. People made fun of me. I was the only Hispanic, or actually the only Mexican, real yeah. Mexican immigrant in an all-black institution. So it was very odd and crazy for me. I know. And,
1: uh, you know, black folks sometimes, and Nate's my brother here, you know, they'd be like, man,
3: I'm tired of racist people. Hey, you beat her. Yeah. Get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it was so funny because I got so cultured and it made me appreciate my own coach. Because I used to despise my own coach. I was like, man, these these Cholos and all these men making a bad name for Mexico. I don't want to be Mexican. Bro, Blood
1: and Blood out is one of my favorite movies of all time. But continue. But,
3: but when I went to school, you know, they taught me about the history of, you know, African-Americans going through it. Boom. I even played to black uh, fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. You was stepping? Yep, I was stepping. I was stepping. I was stepping. a Shout out to my brothers. Blue five, and hear <laughs> <Dang. this> thing, <laughs> you know. But once again, I did all that. I ran track three year, won two conference championships, was the twelve time all conference runner, all American runner. You know, I was, I did, I achieved good uh, and at, at college. You know, but once again, I got injured. I had to a surgery on my right, on my left ankle, killed my whole dream. Cause coming back from an injury, sucks. Right. It sucks. I, I thought I can get back to it. But no, nah, it was already too late, I was 20, 21, 22 at the time. So after college, I was just like, you know what, I'm retiring, you know, I'm done being an athlete, you know, I just wanna enjoy life. So I made a few mistakes in life. Uh, I got my college degree, I got two dual, I got a dual degree, one in applied mathematics, one in actuarial science. Um, if you talk to me, you don't really think I'm that smart. But, <laughs> know, I'm pretty, <laughs> sweet, <laughs> mm. pretty pretty smart. But, uh, yeah, I had a perfect ride to go to uh, grad school and actual the field, uh, get my master's, I mean, get my PhD, get everything. Business uh, bit, A company wanted to hire me, get all that for me, but I messed it up chasing a woman. side story. That's another podcast. Right. But here's some, uh, what's it called? It? Um, advice for the young folks Don't chase. Don't chase a <laughs> woman. Don't let them chase you. Just follow your dreams, man. That's Indeed, what I should have right. done. Should have done that, but you know. They Side note
1: on all that. Just how old are you, my man? I'm 27. 27. Yes. I'm a little bit You, I'm 36. I'm an old man. Man, you're but be young. Man. But am It's. I, I'm not going to okay. say to ever do that again. Just listening to you talk, everything you do, you're so passionate about. It's in you, bro. It comes from your culture, from where you're from. Everything is going to drive you. So that side woman I thing, mean, there's no way around it. It was going to happen. Yeah, and anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the
3: funny part is that everyone's been telling me that no matter what I've done, even yeah. track, I was passionate about right. it. No matter what I was doing, I was very passionate about right. it. And they you be like, you're very passionate. And the funny part is, throughout my life, he was like, you should be a wrestler. You should be a wrestler. I was like, no, why don't I why don't want to do that. Like I don't even watch it. I don't even care about it. Kill. Everyone, every day, all my life. Like, one person, like, oh, my, you got this charisma. You should be a wrestler. Yeah, oh, you're so energetic. You should be a wrestler. You're right. athletic. You should be a wrestler. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. So, you know, go through life. Uh, Try to go to grad school in an education program. Mm-hmm. Sucked at it. Not, not sucked at it, but very hard because my, you had to write a lot of papers. And, and part, of
1: the, part of the whole passion thing in you, you just want to do what you're good at. You know, and if you're not good at something, you're done. Mm. And I know that because I'm the exact same yeah, way.
3: And, and that's the funny part about how I came into yeah. wrestling. But um, before you go
1: there,
2: I just want to say something. It's like, not to make your head bigger than it already is, <laughs> but honestly truthfully, it's uh, your life, with everything that you've done, you built and battled with adversity, and you achieved what you wanted to do, right? I mean, becoming from immigrant, coming to America, I know uh, coming to the United States, you know, that part going on. You going to a historically black college and you're in the minority. And I know at times my brothers, they get out there and they say some bad stuff and do that, but they got some good guys yeah. and you battle with that, right? Uh sports, you come back, you battle with that. And I mean everything, I mean, you had all these things going against you and you looked at it and said, Bring me what you got and I can do better. And I mean, shout out to that. You being on the podcast is like letting all these guys know Maybe someone that's hearing that right now is like, Man, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I can't do I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with this mm-hmm. and they listen to you and like, you know what? If he did it, I can do it too. I can mm-hmm. do it I can do it better, I can do it it's just that, that lifting people up. So
3: much respect for you for doing it. Much appreciated, man. Much appreciated. I mean, yeah. I hope I can inspire people, man. That's what I want to do in life, is just inspire yeah. people. Uh, I tried multiple avenues of inspiring, health coaching, uh, talking, motivational speaking, talking to people. I've done it multiple things. Uh, I failed at a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you add, Nathan?
2: You <laughs> say motivational speaking? I don't think about myself very well. Why not be here?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right now, it's
1: me, Nate Law, Top of the <laughs> Chess Radio guys, Four Renegades, and Rudy's head. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to hear how you got into wrestling on our
3: wrestling podcast. Let's- all right. Now, <laughs> <last> morning, <laughs> I came yeah. back to Houston. I became a teacher. I'm currently a teacher. No, no, I'm a at that these, these renegades are some educated yeah. folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, teacher. Then uh, the funny part is they're schooling people. I know. Oh, yeah. We are. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And it's funny that I have stories with kids knowing I'm a wrestler too. That's interesting. But that for another story, another time. Um, but so it's funny. My homeboys are big friends Shout out to Jose Camacho. Big, big wrestling fan. Huge since he was little. He's like, yo, bro, you wanna go to a WWE event? And I was like, nah, bro. It's like it's live. I was like. How much is it? He's like 60 bucks. Ah, it's cheap, cool, I can do it. Yeah. So he goes, he takes me, and it's it's the NXT takeover. When Andrada won the uh, NXT Championship against Drew McIntyre. Oh and I Spoiler Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah, you know. uh, If you haven't watched it Watch it <laughs> <laughs> WWE Network Nine <Okay. laughs> <laughs> ninety nine. WWE nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, nah. baby Nah i kidding Nah um, But yeah I watched it And I was like Oh shit And I was very interested I was like Oh shit this is cool The fans are cool The, the, the ring thing is cool I was like Hey man this is shoot. Yeah, Yuck could be really really fun man and he's like He's like Really? He's like yeah man it's Cool to do it And he's like Oh yo bro Booker T has a school Down in Texas. City I was like Nah you lying He's like yeah man It's down the street He's like you wanna come with me He's like nah bro I don't got no time he, he t- I asked him, you want to come? I'll do it, you know, let's do it. And he's like, nah, I don't have time. So I was doing Thanksgiving break because, you know, teachers have break. And I was making excuses throughout the day. like, no, I've been asking you, come with me, come with me. No one came. So you know what? One day on Wednesday, I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm going to go. So I went by myself. and That's when I met Booker. Blah, blah, blah. But I was only going to do it for a short time, you know, just see how I experienced. Uh, my training experience is totally different from anyone that goes several. Um I started, I did my conditioning in like three, four days because I was still you know, very uh, uh, conditioned from being a track athlete. Uh, I got v- advanced very early after the, my second month there. I got v- advanced to the, to the advanced people and all this stuff. But it took me a year and a half to get debuted. You know, because I've, I've fu- I got frustrated in life because I was very good. People kept telling me I was good. And that's the only reason I stayed in it, because, you know, I was good at it. Never fell in love with, I, I, I fell in love with wrestling and doing wrestling throughout my experience doing wrestling. That makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was never like, this is what I want to do in life. That's crazy. But the more I've done it, the more I was doing it, the more mm-hmm. I fell in love with it, the more I wanted to get better at it, the more I did this, the more I did that. Yep. I was I was a great athlete. Booker, if you watch Booker's, uh, the Reality Wrestling uh, Facebook page and I watch the videos, or training videos, Booker sees me rolling. He's like, Circus Ole, Mr. Circus Ole." Every time <laughs> I roll, every time I did something, he, he probably, right. I'm and it was crazy. Um, but since I debuted in June, I've been having a few matches. You know, they've been training. Debuted. It wasn't. Luckily, if it wasn't for Booker's great idea to group all trainees, because I have the most experience out of all of them mm-hmm. in, in the business. In the business so far. Yeah. But if it wasn't for Booker's grand idea to, you know, put these all this together, I wouldn't have an opportunity. Yeah. But Booker was like, I talked to Booker a few days uh, last week or two before the show. And he was like, I was like, hey man, what you think about the show? He was like, Man, do what you gotta do, keep going what you're doing, you're doing great, phenomenal, do this and do that. And I was like, I was like, you I gave you an opportunity and you just took it and rolled with it and you keep selling it. So like he said, now I, I do I do this, I'm passionate about it because I'm really good at it. So when I'm really good at it, I'm gonna keep right. going until I can't go no more. And story about my mom, I told my mom I was a wrestler, she freaked out because the funny part is like I don't my mom was like I don't care what any of my kids do. I don't want them to be a wrestler. <laughs> really? Yes. She's like, I don't care what they do. And, yeah. and job wise, career wise. She's don't like, I I'd them.
1: rather have you deal drugs yes, <laughs> than, <laughs> yeah. than be a wrestler. Because, yeah. you know,
3: especially in the luchador back back in the day, it was struggles. You know, yeah. they became poor, they became broke, they drugs, you know, all this. It was a hard life for a luchador. So, and once again, my mom's from Mexico. So right. they know. They don't know that they were the beast down, all this, all that. But, uh, it it's that's my journey, man. I came from being a immigrant to going to school, being a track athlete, man. to mm-hmm. accidentally going to a WWE event, going to books, uh Training there for a month after a month, I yeah. got pushed up and I keep going. And now I'm debuting, and I'm like the hottest star in a row right now. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know I, uh, hey, if you don't follow reality uh, wrestling, man. You better do because you know the spotlight's bright, especially for the right. Renegades. I hear you, go. you got five <laughs> a bunch
1: of champs in here, yeah, uh, man. Am, man, man. You know what? This is the funny thing about wrestling, and so this is kind of why we do what we do. I am not a wrestler. I'm a guy from the audience. I am a, just a fan since I was a little kid. I'm the kid that used to run around their underwear. If somebody was sleeping on the couch, they were getting a Macho Man Randy Savage elbow off the top rope. You know what I'm saying? Well, my uh, um, before your time. Before you, your time. Macho Man Randy Savage was dead longer than you've been That is true. that's a legend. Right. And so, uh, man, and, and you know, th- this is a love letter to local wrestling. This podcast, me and Nate totally understand it. we get. It's wrestling fans and it's wrestlers. So when you say, man, I was training for a year and a half and I didn't know, um, I'm telling you, somebody needs to write this book. I keep saying it. Everything I learned in life, I learned from wrestling. Man, it's trust. You can be the best thing in the room, but if people can't trust you with that mic on that mat, with that other body, it's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a thing. So I don't care what you do in life, wrestling, whatever. If No matter how – Rudy, I love you, brother. No matter how much you run your mouth, <laughs> it does not matter if you can't be trusted. That is true. You put in the work now there's trust in each one of you each one of you in this room I'm looking around man I think it's super cool um, we've, we've been wanting to get a trainee's perspective five might have been a lot here but I love um, this idea wrestling's the craziest thing in the world we have we have we have educators, we have immigrants, we have athletes, we have... Man, this dude can't even grow a beard yet! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hey, mean... Actually, I've I, I, I seen mine, so... Me, me oh, yeah. she, oh, well, Hey, bro, you don't got to convince me. You I don't see I that. Uh, right, me and Nate are, um, man, two of the most different brothers, in the whole, and this is my brother. Like, I, I texted him the other day and said, uh, you know, it was his birthday, and I said, bro, I just want to tell you, happy birthday. I ain't got no money to give you a gift because I'm a poor <laughs> sucker. I'm going to tell you this. I love you with all my heart, and you are my family. That means you never have to go through life alone. And my kids got a big black uncle. That's what I told them. And I said that um, because wrestling brought us together. And this passion for this crazy um, vaudevillian last American stage. You guys have to go out and be athletes and be actors and be speakers and be motivational speakers and inspire people and make people mad and all this. Dude, you have to do so much to get into this business. And so I just want to plot each one of y'all from all stages of life, all different backgrounds, all different parts of life right now, you're in different chapters of your life to come together in that ring just to entertain people, just to get that pop. There's oh, something yeah. about wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You have to be a little off. Your mm-hmm. brain has to be geared and wired a different way to do what you do. And to hear a little bits of your story, just how you got in it. We're forty-five minutes into this thing, man. And oh, wow. and we're just now, you know, um, kinda Tipping the iceberg over here. Um, But, man, I just find it interesting, and I just want to tell you that you guys um, are inspiring. And those kids, to to be so early in the game – and just be trusted with this is a big deal, and to watch what you guys are doing with it is a big deal. If one of y'all can control Rudy, I think <laughs> that will be all right. Oh, no man, and I think your, Book your, wants to let your, me lose, man. Your, your passion, you, and and so so I think I think it, it, it gets to the point, man. And I said your passion is off the chain, bro, and and I I admire that. You know, I can find um um what's gonna drive you. And that's what it is, man. And so um, I think um, if I can say anything, like I said, if somebody's off, uh, just out of the crowd, off the fan, I'm I'm blessed and I am honored that I walk in some of the the circles and the locker rooms that I'm allowed to, because most people who aren't wrestlers don't get yeah. to do some mm-hmm. of the things that I get to do. And and so um, and and that doesn't fall on deaf ears with me, you know, uh, man. Just just to see you guys, like, um, you know, be be quick to listen and never. Think you've reached it because there's always going to be somebody better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the second you think you're, you're you're there, that's when your legs get swept out under you. That knee injury you've seen it before, mm-hmm. something. So I think it's about you know lifting each other up in this group, man, and mm-hmm. and and being those teach teachable people in the locker room. That's gonna you can be the best wrestler in the world, but if nobody li- likes you in the likes you in the locker room, what are you gonna do? True and like nobody can get true. in that ring with you. You know that's what I'm true. saying? Um, and, um, and this is just a guy who has no idea. But my man over here, Mr. Nay Laws. What you got for him, baby Man, I, I tell you what, man uh, You guys um,
2: Working as a unit uh, Communication, you training together Y'all all helping pick each other up By the bootstraps, hey, one's down You picking them up, hey, we're gonna continue To work on this, ground on this I mean, uh, many a time we went in there And we seen you guys putting in the work, right And it shows, I mean, when I started Wrestling, I started with about five guys And I tell you who's Still in it, just me right uh work with a lot of different promotions i really don't see too many guys still doing it anymore not that old but been been around and seeing things right so you guys have a a hell of a support system with each other right i know y'all probably it takes each other make sure they're good make sure everybody's okay you like i said you pulling each other up making sure everybody's good want everybody to get to the next level Pushing, rooting, no matter what you're doing. If y'all jumping somebody, make sure everybody get a punch <laughs> in, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, just, it's, it's what y'all do. No matter what y'all doing, uh, flyer night. Make sure y'all go as a group. Y'all getting the flyers out. Making sure whatever you're doing, you're doing to the best of your abilities. And where you're at now, that Books, with Kevin, with uh, Ryan, with Gino, with all the guys, man. You guys are showing them. Showing them that you wanted that bad. Showing them that, hey... When they step away and go somewhere else to do something, they're leaving Roe in good hands, and this is what you are. You guys are the next generation of the Row superstars stepping up. So whatever you're doing, continue doing that. Never lose sight of that, right? Because as soon as you take your eye off the, the prize, that's when everything falls. Focus, dedication, family. Family first and foremost. You guys are a big family. I'm, I'm in there a lot. I'm in the back, I mean. <laughs> Look, Chevy, you know I pay my dues there every month. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right? I can't get there like I want to because of work and whatnot. But trust and believe that I, I wish I could get in there with you guys and tear
1: it up. But I mean,. So there's gonna be my man's out stretching. There's gonna be, yeah, and again, it's, it's, it's gonna talk. To there's gonna be days where you want to give up. There's gonna be days when you don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be days where you're hurting. There's gonna be days where that mat just feels harder than it did yesterday. Um, and, and let me tell you that I'm the guy in the crowd that you guys are doing this for. That did these moments of when life gets crazy. Somebody's out there that you can take them for an hour, for two hours, for ten seconds away from who knows what's going on in their life, just so they can pop and that that magic you know and you guys have felt it maybe not Rudy because he hates wrestling apparently <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that magic oh, that you so felt as a, as, a <laughs> 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 as a kid uh, dude I appreciate a good heel man keep it real keep it heel that magic dude it's like it's like the, the same thing that Christmas is made of when the little kid opens that presents, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like grown men that can feel that. And you guys provide that for them. I think it's stinking amazing. You,
2: you know, can't say it. what it is, but
1: you feel through.
2: it. Yeah. You can't say what it is. It's just sort of a feeling that
3: no, I, I, Electricity. I've, I've experienced it, especially this past... Uh, let, let me ask you course. this. What
1: was the thing that, that turned it on for you? What happened that you were like, no, no, I think I love this? My first match was it? It took you that long. Yeah. You're the first person in the history of wrestling that fell in love with wrestling while they were in their first time. Yeah, I think I like this. Up. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> up this. What? No, he's but, coming uh, off the top, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, I think,
3: yeah, this is pretty good. I'm about
1: to do a splash. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I think I like this. Yeah, Did you
1: finish your Frog Splash? Yes, no, Eddie no, Guerrero Flash.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. Eddie Guerrero tribute. Like uh-huh. Once again, uh, I was a big fan of Eddie Guerrero. That's the only reason I watched wrestling when I was younger. But when he died, it just kind of threw me off. But, you know, uh, once again, Latinos, there's not a lot of Latino representation. Right, Gino's yeah, a, a sure. great representation of us. I've of, never heard of, of Mexican Mexican. wrestling. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm <laughs> talking about in the, the, the biggest big 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 thing, big WWE, you know. Now, yeah, now big, they see, big, you know, like big WWE championships, you know, yeah. not a lot of us. I'm you know, Eddie Guerrero is one of like, yeah. the big ones that made us happy. That was not many men can rock a mullet the way oh, Eddie hey, Guerrero oh, rocks hey, a mullet, hey, baby. Then, because I started film study, and, you know. When I, I got, like I said, I do, I did this 'cause I was super good at it. But yeah. I'm good at it. I know what I got to do. Film study, you gotta watch the best of the best. But what got me into like, I think I actually love. That's the other girl
2: mullet. Right. You can yeah. run mullet. Right? No,
3: I'm not gonna do that. One of on the streets that's me in
1: mullet. Hey, cut. I do.
3: I've already so cut awful. about four or five this week. Hey, the only thing you gonna get from me, from Eddie Girl, is that frost flesh. I tweaked <laughs> it with that straight boy. That's all you're well, gonna well, get. From hey, me. Low rider? If you to do a low rider? Do the mullet. Nah, man. That's I'm not your that vibe. Oh. I'm not my vibe. I'm that clean cut. I'm not sure how Mexican you are. I'm that. I'm that clean cut Mexican. You know that rich vibe. You know that. Okay little Narcos action. Yeah, you know, I mean, all that. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, for some reason. I mean, I liked it. I built, like, light for it and enjoyed me for it. But that first match I had with Clay Roberts and the fans and the pop they did. And the more matches I It changes I had, you, bro. It just changed me. And I was like, yeah. I think I, I I, I, It's like, oh, no, I just like the feeling. Then the more I did it, then the second match I had with Tommy uh, Bolton, if you yeah. ever watch it, watch it, the crowd was off the roof. And when that happened, I was like, yeah this is my calling this is what I love this is what I'm going to do and, yeah. I, and you, like I say if I'm not in the ring I'm watching film in my lunch break that's all I do yeah. I kick all my the kids want to come in it's like no I'm watching film study. I have an hour and a half lunch break. Don't fire me. Right. <laughs> He's only supposed to have
1: 30 minutes.
3: Like, that, but I have a fourth period off, and that's during lunch. So yeah. I was like, that's my lunch. I like got yeah. an hour and a half lunch. So I'm eating, doing papers, and I'm watching no, film. No, I'm teaching next year. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, I, <laughs> right. I am definitely, I'm nonstop. I'm a student okay. of the game, no matter how I think. I'm good at it. Th- this is the first time I've ever had a college enforcer. So, Nate, shut this man up. Let other uh, people
1: talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. My man, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, what was your sorry. name again? I'm sorry. You can call me Dylan. Dylan, Mr. Sorry. Dylan, um, our baseball pitcher who was not athletic. He's like, I was so good. And this guy's like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, tell me about the first time your back hit a mat, the first time you took a bump. Uh, What'd you think? What'd you feel? What was going through your head?
5: Before we do that, back on the educators thing. So, okay. Dex is a teacher, Rudy is a teacher. I take classes at a community college. Mm-hmm. With teachers, he says. No. <laughs> <laughs> my major is uh, education in major 8 to 12. Okay. Oh, there well. you go. So, we yeah. hey,
3: well. we inspire teachers. <laughs> Let's not let him teach
1: me. any kids, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's I uh,
3: uh, hey, like, I will yeah. say this.
1: I grew up in a whole like punk rock metal scene, and my favorite band in the world growing up when I was a kid was a band called Stretch Armstrong. I say one of my favorites. And three of their guys, like hardcore, like... Three of their guys were teachers and the only time they <laughs> toured was in the summer when they were out. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's good stuff. There's uh, so a lot of wrestlers that ah, just Yeah, we're shutting up Rudy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if he talks again chopping in the chest, Nate. Um, show him how big your hands are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like baseball. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh,
5: taking a bump, that hurt. Like, oh, man. Like, Going on the field, like, we play press each other, like, after games, so tabletop. You push yeah, somebody over, yeah. you hit the ground, they happen to see you, like, like, that hurts. Taking a bump for the first time, um, I was in there with Ryan, so the band. A- yeah, we do the <sighs> It's like, most people start off, you know, hips up, on the mat already, just hitting your hands down. He's like, all right, I didn't even do that. he just grab the rope, tuck your chin, and fall back. It's like, um, Okay. Boom!
1: Like, you didn't tuck your chin, did you?
5: No, I did tuck my chin. I was like, "Oh, that hurt, I don't want to do this." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, give me like five minutes, please," because that was just <laughs> awful. Yeah. But uh, I mean, eventually you just get used to it. And uh, I had one day of training with uh Ransom, which all we did was take bumps for like an hour and a half. Yeah. A half. So like after that day, I was like, "Okay, bumps are nothing." That's it, awesome. It How do
1: you feel like it changed you as a person or as a wrestler? Like, um I- did it make you? The the magic we're talking about was any of that in your first bump? Oh hell no! (laughs) (laughs) He was like, no, the opposite of that was in my first bump. I'm done. Um, What makes you keep doing them?
5: I had a practice match with uh, Brendan Steen of six six months ago. Somewhere in there, yeah. Six some while back, Uh, my book was first thinking about the Renegade. So before a few months before we debuted and beat up Q.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, I'll keep throwing that in there. Yeah. That's okay. I it's good. Like it's his go.
5: fault. He threw water at me. Shut <laughs> up, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I had a match. Some booker came in the training one day. He's like, let me see what you got, kid.
1: That's <laughs> a good book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Everybody has yeah. a book them. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So i go in there. Kevin's like, it's you, Charles. So i going to do a quick little five-minute match. And I don't know how to do anything except for a headlock takeovers and like a shoulder tackle. Mm-hmm. So Charles is like, all right, don't worry. I got... I'll guide you through it Just relax Side note And, and I
1: say this every time This thing comes up Brendan Steen's one of the best Heels in the game Yes One of yes. the yes. One yes. of the nicest people yeah. You'll ever meet in real life yeah. And yeah, I love that. Right. 100% true 100% true yeah, uh-huh. Hard work
5: So I after you. that match Book's like You first won Not bad Things you gotta work on Things could be better uh, This one what you did good It's like Alright After that Kevin pulled me aside like So how do you feel like I feel I can do anything now. Like, none's going to stay in my way. Just go out and get it. How old are you?
1: I'm 19. 19? This man don't know nothing! <laughs> <laughs> Booker you wasn't even wrestling with before you were born! Oh, can I. You stop, can you stop and really appreciate the five-time champion double Hall of Famer telling you, you did good kid? Well, you know what I'm saying? A book, yeah, yeah, it's, sorry, it's so one one makes, those, yeah, let's
5: do it. Just blow up. Let's do it. Yeah. Hold up. So... The first time I ever seen a Booker's match was during film study. Like I, didn't, I never seen Booker T like before. And like I had the network. You right. like who's that? <laughs> you <didn't see laughs> that? I knew who he was. When he had the box and he had no. the glove thing <laughs> and the flames. You know, I mean, like, you know? like I knew who he was because he commentated on like pay per views and stuff. But I never like <laughs> wow. I had the network. I could have gone to He's like, hey man, like you're a really good commentator. He told me that he's a commentator. He's like, oh, he's a two time All of Famer."
2: yeah. So you didn't see the G F Pro. When no. he lost the T from Booker, <laughs> Booker you did you didn't see that? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. King Booker, uh,
5: none of that. D- none of <laughs> that. You don't know nothing, man. That, he it was like still in diapers, Keith, you know. <laughs> Booker always Don't does does this. Watch his just take him. Yeah. Out. <laughs> just take him <laughs> <out>.
1: <laughs> no He's doing good, man. He's I'm coming big up. Space. <laughs> man, that just you know, I mean, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be dudes coming up who's like Booker. Who's what? What's that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, this dude owns his wrestling school. Cool, and that's gonna be his, his deal. You <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, I the, you know, we getting older. I feel like I'm on Days of the Fuse with the wrestling with the trainees. We get older. They stay the same day <laughs> Alright, alright. Right. This kid has not even grown a beard since we've been here, man. My man Dex, let he me ask says, you this. What the first time you ever stepped in a ring? How'd that make you feel? The first time I stepped
4: in the ring, I actually remember the date. The date was April 15th, 2018. It was a uh, fantasy camp. I hope uh, I'll go back and look at it. I think I'm right. It was Saturday, April 15th. Uh, I was living in Tyler, Texas, scrolling on my Instagram, hey fantasy camp. I said I'm going this weekend. Drove down for the weekend. I'm a day off. It, it felt like like magic. Like honestly, like I can't even explain it. And that's not an exaggeration. First time I touched that ring, it was just like wow. You know, growing up watching wrestling all, all your life, to finally be able to touch the ring, it was just like man, it was meant to be. That's so, beautiful. Uh-huh.
1: Just like magic. Just just magic. It's, just, it's, just,
4: it's a feeling I can't eat, I, I can't. Um,
1: Explain, You know, and I still get that feeling. That's because you never been to a Lucha show. You never had as a kid <laughs> jumping in there. But, yeah, I like Rudy. He's not talking, but he's, he's throwing thumbs up and stuff in the corner. You know, but the,
4: but the first yeah. time I, I ever got in there, you know, um, my, my story with the bumps is a little different. I was actually glad when I took my first bump. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know, I actually yeah, I did. Man. You know, what yeah. what with, with with i seen, you know, all my favorite wrestlers do, you know, mm-hmm. I actually got to do it, you know. My thing, the bumps didn't hurt, the ropes hurt that was the part that
1: right. being right. a, a uh, yeah I heard man you I heard, heard that been. you have to build a callus on your oh, ribs yeah. Oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. being a, a young black man yes, what what were you thinking the first time it's hey, man, I'm going to put you with these white boys and these Hispanic but You're Hispanic, right? Yeah, yeah. My man, yeah. Your last yeah. name t- told me. Yeah. You can't <laughs> pronounce my last name Chavarria. Nobody's ever pronounced my last name right. <laughs> uh, uh man. So what did you think when they were like, this is who you're with? And you were
4: like, no. Despite what these other guys might think, my brothers, my other renegade brothers, uh-huh. I really, really, truly feel like I knew about the idea before anybody else okay. did is because um one day you know reality wrestling we got to clean up every mm-hmm. day um you know that's what we do seven o'clock every day you know clean up the gym yeah. so um this is before I we had,
1: coming in for podcasts
4: Same <laughs> on the windows just squirting windows yeah. bro i'll see y'all this is before you know um it, it's a while i didn't tell anybody about this so uh, i'm outside cleaning the windows and booker pulls up and uh he said you've been working out kid i was like yes sir yes sir and uh he was like, um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking to put you uh put you in something real re- soon. I'm thinking about something. And uh I was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, he probably just saying that. And then I came back, I was training another time, and I walked in and he was working out. And He said the same thing to me. So I was like, okay, that's the second time he said that to me. And he said, I'm looking to get a couple guys. So I didn't know who the guys were, but you know, uh, you know, I, I was just glad. My main thing was uh, he, this guy right next to me You were Broly, like, I'm going to be the third <laughs> member of my
1: desk
4: <laughs> uh, right, You know what I'm supposed to do <laughs> This guy right here next to me Broly, uh, I probably started maybe Four or five days before him training So, you know, my, my walk in wrestling Has been, you know, very similar And identical to his So, you know, this is I, I say this is my first friend in wrestling So, um, my main thing is when he told me about it I was just like, man, I hope Rich it Because I didn't want to you know, get that That's celebration cool. and like, you know, had to see him still kind of behind. So I was more so hoping, like, man, I hope Rich and I hope Rich and I hope Rich and just when he called us out to the office, he was like, Rich, come on. I was like, yes, you know, because. My boy got to be there with me. So that's what I was most happy about.
1: Man, just about. looking at the group, I really like the diversity. Yeah. In it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. like, my man's sitting here looking like he can go to a punk rock show. <laughs> Dex is wearing polo. Uh, my man dealing over here, his nipples hanging out of his cutoff <laughs> I don't know what this man's I doing, it but Hey, he, he, I got it. I got it. You know, and so, like, I, I find it very interesting. Like, if, mm-hmm. it, like the, if, if this renegade thing keeps going, like, there's something for everybody to grab oh, a man. hold of. Oh, yeah. and, and that's important. My man, Rich, who inspires you in the reality of wrestling? Who <laughs> inspires me in yeah. the reality? I know. What do you go by? Hey. And, like, what's your ring name right now? I'm sorry.
0: B.D. Brawley, pending <laughs>
1: approval. <D>. Brawley,
0: pending, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, exactly. Book listener right now. No, no, no.
1: That's the stupidest name ever. Brawley James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you, James Beardy <laughs> Um,
0: I'd have to say. I mean, there's so many inspiring people, right? Right. You got you got Brendan Steen, who's like one of the hardest workers ever. He's Amazing in the ring, Love cuts
1: Jersey, Jersey. Cut some of the funniest videos. I had, I had to do. Let me, let me shout that out. My man, Brendan Steen, uh, 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 top of the chess radio alumni, um, been on the podcast, man, just great. Um, I had dudes messaging me left and right when um, Sammy Guevara said on Chris Jericho's podcast his first match was against Joey Jersey. People were like, I would have no idea who that was if it wasn't for your podcast. <laughs> so shout out to Brendan Steen
0: go ahead my man they also got like Clay Roberts who moved here from Alabama just Skipperville
1: Alabama. did you listen to the Clay Roberts podcast I have not yet listened oh to it. my god it's a, it's one of my favorite podcasts we've ever What's done go back man? listen to it a the old lady thing. in the house crazy the story. they haven't heard oh it my they god. haven't heard it bro they don't know you did listen
5: to it no Oh, <laughs> I listened to, no. oh. <laughs> listen to all day one
1: Okay, that's I'm sure you did that's his favorite recipe. he's wearing all day all time get you all day merch well all day I'm gonna say it again I'm so tired of you being over brother you're so good So good Go ahead All days help me out a lot I mean I can't say
0: He doesn't inspire me Awesome um, Every time he gets a chance He helps me Good Which is actually A common thing at Road Because anyone that's above you yeah. Will help you You even have to ask Which is a good thing That came out differently Than I wanted it to Yeah <laughs> But like you can just be working And somebody walk by That's like Just came back from Being booked in Chicago Or something Yeah Big name And then I'll be like Oh well this is how you do that yeah. Better uh, What do you think that is? What do you think they tell you that? There's just a really good community at mm. It's yeah. I would. It's the place I would rather be than anywhere else for wrestling. Mm. There's the most supportive group of people you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah. And like the shake the hand thing in the business that a lot of people don't even like. Yeah, like that's a real. We're like a family at Road. Yeah, true. It's important to say hi to everyone because everyone's a family member. Yeah, it's not even like you feel forced like it's, you're gonna do it anyways because yeah. <laughs> you care about the people. Yeah, I generally but, or genuinely get excited when I come to Road. That's, that's true. awesome everyone I see the the smile on my face is real Uh, I've never felt more
1: included anywhere in my entire life than Rally Wrestling. that's amazing yeah my man over here 17 years old yeah in the business Mm -hmm. somebody's out there 15 16 18 20 25 years old their whole life they've been dreaming about getting the business what would you say to inspire them to do so
6: First thing I would say is it's never too late to actually start this. Because I know for me, the people in my life personally have always told me that I'm too young to be in, the, in professional wrestling. And, you know, when I first came to a role, I remember when I first met, like, Dexter and all these other guys, like, they would always tell me, like, man, I wish I started so young. But at the same time, it's like these guys are so talented and they don't really notice that because of their age and they think that because they started out so much later than I did, um they kind of have like a disadvantage in that sense yeah. but honestly like your ages is just it's just a number like i go in there and i do the same thing that these 30 years are doing the same way that like all these 30 are getting in there doing the same thing that like these 20 olds are doing so yeah to me it's just like don't don't think that it's too late or too early to start something just yeah. because other people are are telling you because for me i've always gone against what everybody has told me i i decided to be a I told myself I'd be a wrestler at twelve years old, and you know I, the typical story. I was ridiculed. People would be like, "No, you're not to be a wrestler." Yeah. And you know, I, I came in at fifteen. I'm seventeen now. Made uh, my TV debut with the Renegades, and like, I've I've been told a lot by especially the trainees. They've they've come up to me. They told me that it's like they think it's awesome that I started so young, mm-hmm. and it's like really helped me motivate myself to mm-hmm. continue. So like anybody that's just trying to try starting to try off like. Just do it There's never too many
1: I've been hanging out With guys like Gino man um, You know Signed to Major League Wrestling oh, Shout out to yes, Gino bro He's yeah. helped me Bro yeah. Gino. Um, He yeah. started when yeah. he like Gino. 15, 16 yeah. um, and, and that's the funny thing About wrestling um, Guys like Diamond Dallas Page Started in his 30s 35. Guys like Gino Started at 15, 16 Under a mm-hmm. mask And nobody knew How old he was Yeah and wrestling levels the playing field. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter right. how old you are. It yeah. doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't yeah. matter what country you're from. It doesn't matter your body type because we have guys that are in there that are, you know, just, just fat. Mm-hmm. And they can do freaking backflips off the top rope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so um, wrestling is the craziest thing in the world to me. Like I said, that's why we do this podcast. We're just in love with this idea. It levels the playing field. It builds community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes you dream, and it makes you realize that those dreams are attainable and grab a hold of. And then you have guys like Brian Keith, who at fourteen year old told Booker, "Hey, I'm going to wrestle for you." Is now holding a championship in the middle of the ring, he being held up by the locker room yeah. on the, his shoulders. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right after a, we beat him, up. It's a, a, right, 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't see that. Yeah. right. Slide in there. It kind of inspired him to
5: be build that fire. Oh,
3: you're oh, welcome, oh.
5: Brian Keith. So Brian Keith, you're welcome. I said <laughs> we all the time. Basically, Tell him what
1: we're about. Um, We numbed his body out I, So he didn't feel pain uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ask y'all this And I want y'all to go One, two, three, four We're coming to you In a second Rudy He's <laughs> <laughs>
5: dying i talking I about
1: know <clears throat> What do you love About professional wrestling I'm sorry my man What was your name again OB OB uh, OB. OB. <laughs> OB Nath better OB Go back My, um, my future Yale graduate yeah. 17 years old In the wrestling business Shattering barriers Everywhere he goes What do you love about professional wrestling?
6: What appeals to me is just kind of the double life that you get to live. Because being so young, I know there's like this little idea that teenagers are like depressed and stressed out all the time. And that's kind of like true. Personally for me, like I always like I've always been a really stressed out kid. And for me to be able to like be a wrestler and go out and be somebody like grander than life. And not have to worry about like the typical things that I worry about like school and work and uh, going to the gym like it's it it's kind of like therapeutic to me to be able to be a wrestler because it make, it distracts me from all the all the stresses that I have in my life yeah. and it just it's like the only kind of therapy that I've ever tried that's actually helped me which is ironic because it's like the most, one of the most physical sports out there it's but, yeah but it's just like the, it's therapeutic to me and it, like it really helps me deal and cope with like my life family right now my man yeah Mr. Brawley what do you love about
0: professional wrestling I'm gonna give you three things alright All right. so yeah. one I love the fact that I can be an athlete cause I've been an athlete my entire life but I can also use that in a way that I'm not fighting someone like I'm not shoot fighting someone yeah. in a way I can involve my actual personality
1: yeah mm-hmm. and <clears throat> under a football helmet nobody cares about yeah. you know the quirky <laughs> lines you're thinking about you know yeah. what I'm saying mm-hmm. I get to be myself I get to be a jerk Right. Um,
0: that, and I mean, that kind of dovetails into the second thing I love interacting with the crowd mm-hmm. The funniest thing to me is when children talk crap to me <laughs> I love it In fact, uh, right after we beat up Q, right? The, uh, I was working at kids' camp I was working at the front desk at Row During one of the kids' camps And uh, Kevin had, for some reason, released three episodes that week It was right before leading up to another show And this was Friday when all the kids were there And, like, a couple minutes had gone by, and apparently he released the video of us beating up Q. (laughs) So I walk to the bathroom, and by the time I walk back, I get jumped by, like, 12 kids. (laughs) 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 Like, legitimately, like, they're punching me, like, grabbing me around the waist, trying to take me down, trying to figure out why we beat up Q. That's so funny. (laughs) Uh, So, like, I I just love the the craziness with the fans. That's one of the coolest things, and the connection you have is just... Even when they don't like you. Actually, especially when they don't right. like you. Um, and then the community, like I said earlier. like I've met some people like Dex. Dex is going to be my friend forever. Like When I have yep. kids, he'll be my kid's uncle. <laughs> right. uh, hey, I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my day one. Yeah. Uh, first day I started doing conditioning, he was the one clapping next to me when I was struggling through burpees. Telling me to keep going. Um, actually, everybody in this room is probably going to be my friend for life. Right. Uh, and then like... Especially Rudy. Not allowed to talk. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, the support you get from the community, the... Everyone's behind you. Everyone's cool. I have yet to meet people... Well, I can't say that. because
1: um, <laughs> I have met some people that weren't great. Right, right, right. And they're there. They're there. And you love them anyways. Yeah. Because it's almost like, you know, you guys are getting in that ring together and you mm-hmm. have to build that trust like we talked about. Well, it's typically you know people coming from the outside. Okay. Um... Uh, <sighs>
6: Still learn from them, yeah. Yeah.
1: But you still learn a lot from them. Yeah. Eventually, you warm up to them. It's just it's a different culture aspect. You're going to go places, and people are going to be like, "Who's this guy?" Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, "Oh, you hang out with Rudy, man. We hate that guy. (laughs) Shut up!" Until they get to know how passionate he is about what he does, and he's going to inspire people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, We're We're gonna have a conversation about that later, (laughs) but uh, um, yeah, man. Were you done with there? But yeah, I mean that's that's why I love wrestling. That's that's it. Beautiful community. Pissing off fans, <laughs> uh,
4: Mr. Dex, man, what you got? Yeah, for I ain't him? gonna keep this too long. Uh, my main thing with me is why do I love wrestling? Is to me, wrestling is real. Wrestling is real life. You know, like I said, you people know, are fake. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I don't have any other memories, you know, of life without wrestling. You know, as two years old, I can remember watching Eddie Guerrero or Mongo McMichael on TV on WCW. Ooh. My main thing. um with wrestling, why I say it's so real to me is because, like I said, you know, about three years ago when I went through the most, one of the most depressing times in my life, wrestling was, uh, you know, my my dream. It, it gave me that, hey man, it's still life out there. You know, this is what I chose. You, you know? can go
1: to almost any town in America and find wrestling. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's you can. It's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Every kind, every race, mm-hmm. every everything. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That was my
3: bad. I didn't my phone off. My bad. We're
5: Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Somebody throw me a beer. <laughs> didn't we just talk about that? <laughs> 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 Messing up the but, best uh, podcast
3: yeah. ever made. Ready, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's a chop. Yeah, um, just to finish, um,
4: like I said, you know, wrestling is real. You know, the people I see in wrestling, you know, it's real. Like, just, you know, all of us, different walks of life in here right now, all here on one accord under professional wrestling. You know, I look at, you know, People always ask me who's my favorite wrestler and I really never had just one, but you know, looking at Booker T being a black male, you know, fighting back from going to prison and to do what he's accomplished today, that is amazing. And honestly, in my life right now, that's my biggest role model, you know. Just as a man, you know, let alone, you know, with a wrestler, you know, listening to AJ Styles on a podcast like I'm on right now. Um, you know, just hearing his commitment to, you know, God, I'm a spiritual person, you know. Listening to uh, Jinder Mahal, how he turned his uh, life around, you know, with the drinking. It's just people say you know wrestling is fake, but that those are real people right there who have helped me. So That's spiritual what he person is. beating up people in the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now,
1: I love I love it. It. It's wrestling, love baby. It. It's, <laughs> it. it's wrestling. <laughs> Mister
5: hey, Dylan, Devon did it. Why can't Dexter? Oh yeah. Right. Testify.
1: <laughs> Dylan, he put away his nipple.
5: Now he's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a hard question, man. Um Oh, man, is really hard. So... I was, expecting, <laughs> I was expecting you to say Will all day. <laughs> what do you love about <laughs> 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 Will I be mean, Will! I
1: mean,
3: Will I mean. <laughs>
5: hey, That's my guy right there. Don't fake. me. He's <laughs> no, like, helped me out, like, anytime I need something, I need help on something, I go to Will, and he's always there for me. So is Gino, JJ Blake, everybody at Rose. So, for me, it's probably the brotherhood, because, like, in baseball... The best times in baseball was the locker room. Like, yeah, yep. we had fun playing the games, and we won, we had fun, but that locker room, the stuff you just do with your boys is just, like, the stupidest stuff, but it's the greatest times you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. And for me, wrestling is probably the same thing. Sure. Just hanging out with your friends. You know, going after trading the Whataburger and just talking about life, you know, you're just all. being real with each other. Yeah. Still going.
1: Yeah. Right. First of all,
5: when you're you, old you're, you
1: are 19
5: years old. You don't know nothing,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell me about how hard life is at 19. I, I'm just kidding, man. No, that's awesome. He Before... sent me that phone bill or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's I home. I, I don't pay for it. Uh, oh, you don't <laughs> to pay on the podcast, <laughs> bro. People make signs. You're still living on You're 19 years old. You don't know nothing. If somebody hey, makes I'll that go sign, go go. I'm going to love them forever. Uh, Mr. Nate Laws, any advice for these gentlemen as we're wrapping up? Man,
2: I'll tell you what, I've been in it for a minute. Uh, Stay stay true to yourselves. Stay humble. Um, What you talked about previously about um, from everybody, from the guy taking the ticket, all the way to the guy running the show, speaking to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Always uh, just stay true to yourself, man. Just And no matter where you are on the card, do your job. Never get a big head, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But just know that everybody that you meet on your way up, same ones that you're going to meet on the way down. So always stay humble. Sure. Because you could be the heavyweight champion in one minute, and you could be the curtain jerker in the next, right? But enjoy it. Embrace the journey. That's what I can give to you and I'm talking about the long car trips, man, the bad food, you know what I'm saying? Getting dressed in like a little closet, you know, getting ready, or coming right before a show, you got two minutes to get dressed, right? Enjoy all that stuff, because later on, when you don't have it, you're gonna miss it. Man, I remember that time man got dressed so fast, or I remember when we stopped at that Whataburger, it was nasty, or just everything, right? Yeah. Just, this is the time of your life where you just enjoy everything, right? It's going to be bad times. It's going to be rough times. But if you didn't have the bad and the rough, you wouldn't be able to enjoy the good. Hey, man, lay some clothes, though. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm going to regret this. <laughs> Mr. Rudy, it's you have was, three like minutes. It. You can
3: just say, say whatever you want. <laughs> say what you want to say right oh, now. Yeah, three minutes, go. That's all you need. Give me a mic. That's all you need. <laughs> I'm not, but I... The journey we all went together um, at first, you know, like I said, I didn't know what I was going to do. Or I was just training for a year and a half until, you know, I guess this magnificent man, Dexter, gave Booker the idea of, like, I ain't gonna... Uh, gotta, you know, gotta I gotta know, it together. the story goes. No, no, no. I think, I I think it was, a
5: perfect idea. We need to have
4: people in there beating <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not giving them the idea.
3: I know, no, I know, but... I heard you talking about it earlier, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted no. But I, I do appreciate the community and the brotherhood that we have, but the thing that gets me the most is, like, the story. You know, mm-hmm. the characters, the the fan interactions. If you're not out there for the fans, why are you out there? And I've learned that in that I, and early, early because I have great trainers like Aiden Cristiano, Gino, Ryan Davis. Bryan Davidson, Brian Keith, Claire Roberts, Brandon Steen. You know, you have all these great, great trainers that we have in there. J.J. Blake, one of the most charismatic people in, in world history. <laughs> but you know, you have all these people and you just learn from it. And especially if you haven't seen book. Just in commentating, he's entertaining. Right. You learn from him, like Shout out to Russo as well. Russo. You know, you know, bro, Russo, Russo yeah. yeah. But that that thing that that dra- that, that gets my attention, that get, keeps me going, is that what can I do next to get a, a fan piss? I mean, we're renegades. I in the show I fucked the kid up <laughs> and he cried and I was laughing and I got more booze. I was like, Oh, this is great, you know? And the more I do, the more it comes, the more we get together. And it's a so rough, because, once again, I am more experienced in all these, so it kind of threw me off when I was like, you putting me with these people? Yeah. But I was like, you know, whatever, I got to do what I got to do. What did you now. learn from that? Man. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> keep it a real, keep it real, baby. What? <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
3: I learned. I learned that you just get the opportunity you get, man. You don't know when you're gonna get it. It could be something small like the mm-hmm. renegades we got, and it turns to something bigger that we're turning it now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Booker's, you know, didn't expect nothing. This, you know, this was just a test trial for him, and now we're doing something magnificent and better. If y'all didn't know, like that third match, I don't know they never watched the show. Sad. That I'm if trying. you watch the show That match I just had Was a title match Or a title Number one contender match A scramble A scramble That scramble match Was the number one contender spot For a title I five minutes After it came out By the way <laughs> I didn't know it came out
1: <laughs> I'm talking I think Will all day's on it bro You should go watch hey. it
3: <laughs> No but But that, that That gets me inspiring Because like In my third match in a row I'm already in, in the title Title shot You know like yeah. Oh my god I'm in the title picture Third match And I don't even realize it Yep. I just thought it was this, you know, the more, the most opportunities I get, the more it gets me fired, the more it gets me doing it, and Booker told me this, man, I am, now is, you know, my time to, like, help these, you know, young folks fire, and hopefully that fires them up, and get better, and train every day, you know, and I do that every day, my whole goal is not to be at the top, top, and if it happens, it happens, but my goal is to inspire everyone that's around me, and be passionate about what I do, man, um, but, I don't care really. I just care about that we do what we do to better row, to better the fans, to better the next person around, the person next to me in the ring, the next thing. Yes, I know I'm the heel, but I can be inspirational sometimes.
1: Right. But I'm still waiting on that.
3: But <laughs> I, I'm just kidding.
1: Uh, this podcast was set out to hear the trainings pers- the trainees' perspective, and we know you guys are on the show, and y'all kind of jump some hurdles, and and just don't let that fall on deaf ears. Like I said, understand that you are blessed to be in the positions you are. Not everybody gets that opportunity, so don't let it go to waste. Um, but but it turned into, from where I'm sitting, just when we talk about a love letter to local wrestling, a love letter to professional wrestling, I mean, where else do you find people from all your walks of backgrounds, from 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 kids who... who you can't even bite cigarettes! Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's 17 years old! From people who weren't even born in this country and, and made it here. From from people who didn't know what they were going to do with their life. Uh, hey, I'm a pitcher on a baseball team, and I fell in love with this thing... And my little athleticism has now turned to great athleticism. (laughs) I've taken so many bumps. My back hurt, and I'm still standing to black American educators who just were in such a depression that the only thing that pulled them out was a silly little wrestling that's so full of magic that has the ability to pull people from depression and just change people's lives around. Do you know what I'm saying? To to my man Brawly, who happened happened to to just oh my sister's nephew's best friends with book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know who who artists turn? I saw you beating up somebody in the ring the other day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like R.I.P. it's 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 dang, Timbo. Tipple, Timbo's a boy, you know.
3: Um, Wait, who's that? It's, he called
1: it, me it, It's uh, uh, wrestling is beautiful. You know, and you guys all have now have written a few paragraphs in the giant chapters of of its story. And you guys are part of this legacy from guys from... Booker to Macho Man Randy Savage to um, let's go back to the to the circus days when there were two guys <laughs> showing off their strength in front of a crowd you know what I'm saying so the history of wrestling is just so fluent and deep and big uh, man and 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 you guys have, have a part of that now you're like grafted into this idea and I just find it beautiful and I, maybe I'm crazy and maybe I'm silly but I look at wrestling as this again this great American Broadway last vaudeville. you stand in front of people and you're good and you're bad and you speak and you're athletic and you have to be all these things at the exact same time for this whole thing to work, for the story to play out so this little kid can pop and go that's what I want to do with my life so don't ever think the little things you're doing, the little jumps you're coming out there we're jumping this guy, we're coming out, we're staring at the crowd, Ryan Davidson is number one um, um, uh, uh, in that, I think he can just step on, when he walks into the ring he takes a step on the uh, steps and he looks at the crowd and there's a second that you're like okay (laughs) That magic You know what I'm saying So anyways I say all that To say that man Thank you guys so much For being here Um, You guys are Super inspiring Even young in your careers Um, Don't give up It's gonna hurt
4: And real quick I wanna say this On behalf of all of us You know this is our first podcast. Maybe not yours, Rudy, really, but <laughs> this, no. our, this is our first podcast, you know, uh, part of our career. And, you know, we just want to say thank you guys for giving us this platform. Yeah. We're sure this is not going to be our last, but the first one, I, you know, I, I'm sure we'll all go on to do uh, bigger and better things. But this this night right here, I'll never forget it. That's,
1: That's awesome, man. I, I say you put me in earlier. Uh, I know. I know, Rudy. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Hey, no problem. Um, so we do this thing, and I don't really tell people you to know or you know. I'm going to end it. Um. Um. I'm gonna cut it tonight. Then I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna say, "Shop to the Chest Radio." We all clap hands and we woo. There's seven people in this room. This should be the biggest woo we've ever done. Mr. 409, Nate Laws, tell him what it is,
2: baby! Man, you already know. Phone nine, definitely in the building, anywhere that you go. If they got independent wrestling, you need to go check it out, man. Maybe you see the renegades, maybe not, but you better show these guys some respect before they put their hands on you. Chevy, tell them what you got,
1: baby. On behalf of my brother, Mr. 409, Nate Laws, it's your boy Chevy read the excellence of podcast execution. And this is the last from 2019. Chop to the chest. Radio, baby! Woo!
2: That feels good.